Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Radam Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. It seems like I have that problem that I had before. That little echo that I have got to get rid of. And I'm trying to remember how to do it. And you know what? I think I just remembered. Guess what? The echo is gone. The echo is gone. Anyhow, we got a great program for you today. We have a great program for you today. Got a little late start here. But let's go ahead and get busy with bringing that program up for you. The title of the show today. A late start here, but let's go ahead and get busy with bringing that program up. Is that great or what? Two different echoes. Two different echoes. Okay, I got that one solved also. Anyhow, look folks, um, title of the show, it must be all or nothing. No build back better build than no bipartisan infrastructure bill. Because you know what? The Build Back Better bill serves the people. The people that have always, always, always been there for the Democratic Party, always been there for us all. But somehow, whenever it is time, they always ask these people to wait. They always say, you got to wait one more time again. To hell with it. You know what? People who are suffering, people who have suffered they know what suffering is all about. A little bit more suffering to ensure that people don't or no longer take them for granted is what is likely necessary. But anyhow, let me go ahead and welcome all my great folks that are here already. Yvette Avery Herod, buenas tardes. Welcome to the PDR Posse, Yvette. Still working on your, still working on your video. It, it's been a rough time for me to get everything done. And since yours is a special compilation of not just an interview but much more, it's a while before I get it out. But I'm going to get it out for you. Great product that we're going to get out for you, Yvette. Uh, Rose William, hi everyone. She says Nanette Bird Smith says, afternoon everybody. Hope Bleaker, haven't seen you in a couple of weeks or more. How are you doing, Hope? In South Carolina, I remember. See, I even know where you're. I even remember where you're at. Welcome aboard, Hope. How are you doing, Linda Joe Kessinger? How is it doing? Hi, everyone. Sarah Beethage. Welcome aboard. Nanette Bird Smith says, "Egberto, I really enjoy reading Ashley's blog, folks. You guys need to check out her. It's 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 more than a blog. It's actually an epi, what we call an episodic story." You need to check out her episodic story. It, I think you're going to find the, the honesty with which she writes it, the, the vulnerability, the strength. I think you guys are going to like that article. You know what? In, in fact, as I'm, as I'm talking to you right now, you know what I'm doing, right? I'm trying to say, hey, you know what? Let me go ahead and get that link that, uh, so you guys can check it out as well. So as we speak, I want you to read that story because, uh, you know, when she, she wrote it before she put it up there and I, I took a look at it, and I'm like, damn, that is really good. And it's so expressive and it tells the true story. Uh, it tells how this stuff came about. And I think it is something that can, if, if you know somebody that is having problems, these types of severe problems where your, your life takes a different path. Uh, you know, uh, this, this young woman handled that with grace yes it's frustrating sometimes sometimes between among the family it is difficult uh when you have to hear the stories you know nobody wants to see their kid going through a stroke let alone two strokes let alone uh, imagine this 
three months before graduation, but I am so damn proud of how she's handling it. I would urge you guys to read her story, and there is the link to her story. I just placed it in the feed. I just placed it in the field. Rose William, welcome aboard. Eric Hayes, hi all. Why is Todd sounding the alarm? Why is Todd sounding the alarm? Which Todd are we talking about? Is that Chuck Todd? Chuck Todd never gets it right. Hope Bleaker says, looking good, bud. Eric Hayes, Manchin looks like he isn't budging. Oh, look, don't, if Manchin doesn't budge, it's fine. We'll kill all the infrastructure bill. Period. Punto y final. We have to take a stand sometime. And people like say, well, maybe you should stand for something better than nothing. You know what? $3.5 trillion was what we thought was standing for something a little less than the $6 trillion and the $9 trillion. So we said we'll go ahead and satisfy ourselves with $3.5 trillion. Then they said, okay, okay, okay. Till we get more progressives in, we will go ahead and say, uh, well, let's just go ahead and satisfy with 1.7, 1.7, okay? Peggy Lopez says, are you late starting at the regular time or have I missed the morning gathering and now seen a replay? This is not a replay, Peggy Lopez. I sent, a, I sent my uh, newsletter out, two newsletters, both my uh, stack newsletter called Egberto Off the Records newsletter off and I sent the regular uh, PDR Politics and Right newsletter yesterday stating that our new time is back to 3 p.m. We may have to do a little hiatus on Wednesday because I think we may have to go for a CT scan on Wednesday. But other than that, we are back at 3, uh, I'm sorry, 3 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Eastern. Rose Williams says, Ashley's article, all of the above. Thank you, my dear, for your, your kind words. Tom C., What's the link to Ashley's blog? I just put it down below, Tom. You can find it there. Nanette Birdsmith says, Family should always be a safe haven for the broken moments. Exactly right. And she knows she's got that. Tony, Tori Mercer says, Yo, wouldn't I expect that from my KPFT brother, to Tori Mercer? How you doing, brother? Hey, Tori, we got to talk about a few uh, things that I want to do at KPFT, the uh, Pacifica Network Station. Uh, coming up, I want to talk to you about uh, some some new stuff that we're working on. Eric Hay says, here is a thought and a question. Since we are all worried about climate change and weakening our military policy decisions, is anyone in the progressive group worried about China having hydrogen bomb technology and then maybe transferring it to the North Korean or Russian or Iran? It takes one crazy ass to use a button and we don't even get a chance to worry about climate change. You then worry about millions dead, right? I want to ask you a question. Do you think China is stupid? Do you think China really wants to give uh, a crazy person like North Korea, uh, the, uh, Kim Jong-un, uh, the, the, the nuclear bomb? Of course not. But can he build a nuclear bomb on his own? Of course he can. But let me tell you how shallow and silly these arguments are. Let me, let me just explain how bad they are. The only country in, on this planet that has shown it was willing to use an atomic weapon to kill hundreds of thousands at one time. The only verifiable country we know that has ever used a nuclear weapon against human beings is guess whom? The United States of America. So before we get on our high horse and start talking about what will China do, what will Russia do? What would Iran do? And all these things. 
let's remember the only country that shows that under particular circumstances, it is willing to kill hundreds of thousands of people with a nuclear weapon? You're looking at us. We're the only one that the people around the world can say, who is the only country that has ever used a nuclear weapon on human beings? So again, I suggest before we get on our high horse, we remember and have some humility about the use of weapons against other human beings. Because some of the most catastrophic damage done against people have been done by us. So let's, let's have some humility there. Uh, and remember also that us, America using the nuclear bomb does not repre represent America, the people, Americans. Americans are good people because they are human beings like Panamanians, like Jamaicans, like Canadians, like Venezuelans, like, uh, like Angolans and all the others. Let's just get some humility. Ken K. Butler, welcome. Good evening. It's my first time watching and thank you so kindly for being here, Ken. You're with family. We love to talk and have many different points of views and that's what we're here for. Rose Williams, shout out to Ken. Nanette Bird-Smith, welcome aboard. Julius Robinson, silly bomb argument coming back up. Yes, tell me about it. You know what I'm talking about, Julius. They always like to bring these silly things as if the rest of the world don't think for themselves, you know, like they can't think. Terry Mercer says, we need support. We need to support Taiwan's self-determination by any means necessary. I am not really... The truth of the matter, Tori, is I don't necessarily agree with that because I, I don't really have an interest in Taiwan or China. I mean, do you really think Taiwan give a rat's ass about, uh, about Americans or anything like that? I don't think so. It's just business. I am not going to get involved in the internal affairs of China. Remember now, Taiwan is a runaway province of China. They can take care of their own thing. You know, um, I, I think trying to defend Taiwan falls into the capitalist domain that I don't want to be a part of as far as us going and fight for... No, I'm not into that. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see. Eric Hayes says, Egberto, you are bet uh, betting on the crazy odds that this is a different time, my friend, and you might check into it. How is it a different time? Killing people, whether it's now, then, or before, it's killing people. Melanie Keaton, welcome aboard. Glad I've caught Fat Live Feed, been having a bit of difficulty. That's because we just moved back to three. Ken is running for mayor in Birmingham. Ken is running for mayor in Birmingham. And you know what? I will go ahead and play Ken's video. I think you gave it to me. Uh, so that we can, uh, let me find Ken for, let's see if I can find that um, thing that you sent. I, I've been a little bit behind uh, Rose, but I promised you that I would go ahead and play these things for you. And I will, I will look for his video maybe after I play Bernie Sanders. So I tell you what, let me pause and let's play Bernie. Oh, it looked like I may have found you. Let's see if this is Ken. Ken Butler, I tell you what, uh, let's go ahead Let's go ahead and, 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 and bring uh, Ken into the picture uh, and play his piece. Now, I can't get a good... Uh, let me, maybe I can blow it up some. I want to get Ken out there. And we're going to do it for you right this minute, Ken Butler. Let's play Ken Butler, who is also running for mayor of Boston. There we go. Hi, Ken Butler here in 
Hey Ken, I like your ad. Let's let's play another one here. That is, you know, um, let, let me let me just say something. We are generally don't push candidates or anything like that. But when Rose requested that um, somebody that the mainstream media was paying no attention to in these races that are occurring, I, I felt it necessary to do it. Oh, it looks like I did. Oh, I think we didn't get the video out. So I, I think I better play it again. So Ken, here you go. My competitor sees this as an eyesore. I see this as potential. Potential to become affordable housing for families. Vote for Ken Butler and we can make this happen. Ken Butler, ready to serve. Ken Butler, the mayor Binghamton needs. Excellent. Well, uh, Rose, uh, if there's another one that I'm supposed to play, you can let me uh, you can make let me know that. Um, but Ken, let me just tell you from somebody who understands how the system works. I understand how difficult it is, but we are going to have to build up more independent media. What I'm doing, what uh, TYT and others are doing, so that we can really start pushing these out to people. The good thing about it is mainstream media is losing a lot of its power. And a lot of niche markets are building up, and the sum total of niche markets will ultimately be much larger than the other markets as well. Let me get back to the scroll here and see. Uh, let's go back to see. Uh, Rose Williams says, uh, backing up, backing up, backing up. Uh, let's see what I need. Tori Mercer says, we need to support Taiwan. That's the one where I think I disagree with you, Tori, uh, brother Mer Mercer. I don't necessarily agree with that one. Uh, let's see. Eric Hay says, so it's true. The ships could get to Texas ports in two weeks, unload, and then back in their country before being unloaded. No, I mean, that's a distortion. By the way, there is, some, there, there is a, a reason that these guys, reason for these guys to go through the new locks in the Panama Canal and come to other ports. Again, the private sector is responsible for all our problems right now. It's not the government. The private sector has screwed up. And it wants the government to bail them out right now. Tori Mercer says, 105,000 dead in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Exactly right. Ivret Herbert says, uh, Ken Butler, welcome. Rose Williams, Birmingham, not Birmingham. Binghamton, not Birmingham. Thank you, Rose. Sorry about that. Eric Hayes, who all is interested in that Virginia election? Does it have some things to highlight? Um, I, I think the Virginia election is an interesting microcosm of the, the failure of the Democratic Party. And let me explain why. The Democratic Party has everything in its favor. All it needs to say is, we support the people and this is what we want to do for you. And this is what he is not going to do for you. And then force him to speak on your terms. We are providing family leave. Do you support family leave, Mr. Uh, Mr. Candidate, and he says, uh, yes, I suppose, but he will not say it. But Democrats don't know how to campaign for one specific reason. They are trying to win over voters they will never get. And they assume and take for granted the voters that they have. Remember that. 
They take the voters that they have for granted, meaning progressive women of all types, uh, people of color of all types. I mean, the democratic, the democratic mantra is beautiful and huge, much larger than 60% of this country. But nobody really talks to them, so they get a chance to stay home. The Democrats, if they lose Virginia, they would have reaped what they've sowed. And the reason they would have reaped what they've sowed is that you tell Americans what you are going to do for them and what that other person is going to take away from you. Even a racist will vote for you. Obama proved it. Obama proved that if you can get the message of what you will do, even if it's not a, if, if you, you, you have obstructionists there, and remember, one of Obama's biggest obstructionists wasn't Republicans. It's just like Manchin is the obstructionist now. Obama's obstructionists were Democrats. We had 60 senators in the Senate, a veto-proof majority, and we couldn't get the public option to the Affordable Care Act. Folks, it's time to stop blaming Republicans. Republicans will continue to terrorize America. They will continue to terrorize America in a sheep cloth. Clothes. Period. I, I actually fixed the, that and I played it over again. Uh, let's see. James Donahue, welcome aboard. Uh, Tory Morrison, remember what happened in Spain when we did not help the Democratic government? It led directly to world war with the Nazis. You are a historian and you understand that. I am not a historian. I don't see the path between war when we have, even if it's there's some sort of a reunification of Taiwan and China. I mean, the Taiwanese will be pissed off as hell, but I don't get pissed when capitalists uh, overstay their welcome. And, you know, because I've been to Taiwan and Taiwan has a, not the medical problems that we have here in the United States, but they have a hell of a lot of problems themselves uh, among the indigenous, etc., etc., etc. I fixed the not showing, guys. James Donahue, do you have source for, the contra for uh, that controversial statement? James Donahue. Which controversial statement, James Donahue? Please correct. Please let me know which statement is controversial. And if I, I, I need to, I will correct it. I assume you're talking to me, James Donahue. Rose Williams, both the Republican and Democratic candidates blew off the community debate. Disgraceful, absolutely. Courtney, the SLP, Princess Blandin for Virginia Governor. Courtney, SLP says, totally snubbed her, left her out of the debate. She's for the people. Courtney says, Bowden blue, no matter what, does not work. Peggy Lopez. Hiroshima was the bomb test. Japan was acquiescing that they lost when they did drop the bomb. That the test was so successful that we decided to do a second bomb test on Nagasaki. James Donahue, the media. What about the media, James? Uh, please let me understand what you're asking, and I'll be more than happy to tell you what what you're you know to answer the question. Rose Williams says it didn't play the second time either. Okay, Rose, you know, I, uh, I, I will go ahead and re that and put the correct screen on. And I can see that the correct screen is on right now. And I will replay Ken Butler right now. Hi, Ken Butler here, independent candidate that's running as a writer. My competitor sees this as an eyesore. I see this as potential. Potential to become affordable housing for families. Vote for Ken Butler, and we can make this happen. Ken Butler, thank you to serve.
I saw it go over this time, and I am pretty. I, I'm looking at my screen, and I saw it go over on the live feed as well. So I think I got that covered now. My good friend Rose Williams. Okay, let's continue with the program. Uh, James Donahue said, "You said big media is going away, and small sources are replacing it. It's nice to believe, but are you all pipe dreams?" No, I'm not pipe dreams. Let me explain. And and but but you do have a good point that I should um, correct and say it's empirical. So I want to first tell you, James Donahue, uh, first of all, I appreciate you calling me out on that one because I made it seem like if I had stats to show that uh, the mainstream media has less popularity than the, um, let's say this alternate media. I can look at what my daughter and people of her age, 30 and below are using, and most of the time they're using this little box here, a phone and they're on Instagram and all these other platforms that are where they actually get their information. Most of it isn't the, main, the, 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 the news empirically again. Um, what I should do, however, if I'm going to make a complete statement like that, is to look to see if there has been any studies that have taken where you get your news from. And I, I've seen studies. I didn't have it ready to tell you right now. So thank you for calling me out. I'll look for that, and then I'll get back with you on that, that particular statement. Because you know what politics done right? The only thing we believe in is facts. And if you find that I say something that is incorrect or needs corroboration, it is your responsibility as an enlightened politics done right viewer to also call me out. Good, 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 good stuff. Anyway, let's go ahead and get uh, Joe, not Joe Manchin. Let's go ahead and get, I was so proud of uh, Bernie Check him out here, and then we'll take it on the other side. Bernie Sanders has a message for progressives in the House, and it, I think they should heed it. I want you to listen to this, and then we'll take it on the other side. But I have another important message to talk about when we talk about Democrats, obstructionist Democrats in the Senate, obstructionist Democrats in the House. Take a listen to this. We'll take it on the other side. Do you believe that House progressives should insist on a public commitment from Senator Manchin and Senator Sinema before they vote yes on either of these bills this week? I think there has got to be a framework agreed upon in the Senate that all of us know is going to be implemented before uh, the members of the House vote. Yes, I do. But, and how, how would that manifest itself? Do you want them to make public statements? Do you well, want it will be a framework. Yeah, well, you're going to have a piece of paper which will say this is going to be in the bill. Uh, you don't have to have all of the uh, legislative language, but you have to have a statement which says A, B, C, D, so, and E is going to be in the package, and 50 members of the Senate are supporting it. So it, until Senator Manchin, Senator Sinema do that, you don't think the House should vote? Well, I think that the House is, I think we can put that together within the next short period of time. Look, this thing has dragged on forever. But I think when the American people see the results of what we are trying to do and understand that for the first time really in the modern history of this country, we are attempting to tackle the real crises facing working families, the massive income and wealth inequality that we have, I think the American people yep. will be very pleased and understand that government is now starting to work for them. It is true that the Democratic Party is has a white tent has a big tent we want to bring everybody in 
But by the same token, what we don't want to bring in is, in, is obstructionists. If we have 48 Democrats that support a particular policy, it is incumbent on those two that don't not to be an obstructionist or be obstructionist to stop what most people want. That is what democracy is all about. And those who do that, remember exactly what they are. They are but wards to the plutocracy, wards to the oligarchy, wards to the corporatocracy. Because they're not really Democrats. They are in the Democratic Party solely to ensure that the party is unable to put out the policies that would cost the corporatocracy a few more dollars. Not take their profits away completely, but have them return that which was stolen from the American worker, from those who actually present the sweat and tears that make these companies profitable. They are obstructionists and they should pay at the next election cycle. Absolutely, they should pay at the next election cycle. Let's see what else we got here. Jamie Daniels, you said, okay, coming down. Tori Mercer says, more people died in Tokyo from U.S. napalm than in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And Tokyo was not a military target, just civilians. While Hiroshima and Nagasaki were industrial military targets, Burning Tokyo, bigger than Houston, was the real war crime. The look, the entire thing was a war crime, but let, let me tell you why I am a bit sensitive to this, right? I understand that during the Pan when Bush won, invaded Panama, the country of my birth, that there's a, there's a tall building in Panama, 15 stories. We call it the Quince Pisos. The Quince Pisos... You know, they claim that the U.S. government claimed there were guys hidden, uh, using, sh shooting from this building. Well, you know, they brought in, they tested the stealth fighter, not the stealth bomber, the stealth fighter in 1989 in Panama. Killed a lot of people. They just dropped bombs like crazy in Colón, in David, in Panama City, Marañón. Uh, I take these things seriously. When you, when you talk about innocent people, so while, Tori, I'm with you, the murder of using napalm in, uh, in, in, in Tokyo and Nagasaki and Hiroshima being industrial cities, fine, but you use the nuclear bomb. We, are always, we always talk about, we as Americans, the, the government, not us, but the government, always talk about nuclear power as somehow being different than anything else. You can't allow... You know, I mean, Iran can create as many missiles as it wants with conventional weapons. But nuclear, don't go there. Well, again, like I said, let's be honest. The only country that has shown its propensity to kill people with nuclear weapons have already done it. We are the ones, right? I mean, I, if you want, you know, and I, I, it always amuses me when we have all of those people go out and say, well, we can't allow them to have the nuclear bomb. They'll use the nuclear bomb and they'll... Think about if it gets into the wrong hands. Well, it got into our hands. Um, we got some Germans and Italians to create the nuclear bomb, and they kind of used it. You know, they kind of used it. Okay. All right, let's see. Uh, Daniel Ledo says, and yet this same propagandist would say it is his duty of some Republicans to oppose a bill supported by all but two. 
Uh, please tell me when I said that. I would love to hear that. I would love to hear that. When did I say that? Eric Hayes, how about attacking the inflation and get the boats moving over to Texas and Florida to get people their products? How, oh, sure. I Hey, Eric, I am for doing that. Let's get the products to from, from California and move those ships. You know, it'll make Panama a lot of money because they have to pass through the Panama Canal if they're going to go from California to Texas in the Gulf Coast and to the East Coast. They have to go through the Panama Canal. We now can... We cannot pass those ships through because we build those new locks in Panama. But guess who has to do that? The private sector. Don't ask the government to pay to move those ships. After all, it's a private thing. So please, could this be due to all California? No, it's not regulations. It's a failure of the private sector. Punto y final. Rose Williams, cinema appears to be only for herself. Manchin appears to want to keep his constituents pure, poor and ignorant. Yes, that's what he wants. A poor and ignorant constituency don't know that they're poor and ignorant. It's that simple, right? You are poor and ignorant. You don't know you're poor and ignorant. Uh, Eric Hayes, you do have the one thing that is needed, the canal. <laughs> Amazing. Is that all that we have, man? Is that what you're trying to say? Eric Hayes says, how about the eight that were murdered by Bonds Hoppers? This Man, you jump in from subject to subject. All right, Linda Joe Kessinger says, Manchin's, Manchin's paycheck comes from oil. He works for himself and his donors, not for we the people. Exactly correcto mundo. Uh, Eric Hayes says, Egberto, do you like guns? I hate guns. But you know what? I don't want to take your guns away. Just don't come around me with them. But I, think, I, 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 don't, think, I, I don't see how you can really cherish human beings and are willing to just blow somebody's head off. Never computed with me. I love human beings too much. Connie Sierra says, this, this doesn't make any sense. You're angry that one guy is stopping a bill so many want, so to get back at him, you do exactly what he's doing. In essence, you help him in his efforts by stopping another bill so many want. Why? So you can vent your spleen? How will that help those who need the bill passed? How will that not make progressives as holy as he is? I just don't get this cutting off your nose to spite your face proposal. Let me explain to you what, what, you know, uh, what the rationale is behind that. First of all, the people that made the delta in the win for Democrats that brought in uh, that brought in the two senators from uh, Georgia, uh, the pastor, and I don't remember the, the other name of the, 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 the other guy that won. Those people finally started voting because we had something for them. We had something for them. Every time Democrats progressive pass bills, they don't go all the way. They say, just wait a while. Just wait a while. So the same people, if you take a look at the bell curve, the same awesome. thank you very much, Yvette Everett, awesome. the same person that you have, the same people always get the benefits. In fact, Cori Bush had a very good comment that she made about the infrastructure bill. She said, look at how the, it, the bills are divided. See who the infrastructure bill supports. See what kind of jobs it supports. Mostly men mostly men of a certain hue, 
And yes, others will get some of the spoils, but it surely is going to enhance the power of corporations, enhance the power of certain people. But the Build Back Better social infrastructure bill, that one supports women, allowing women to go to work, allowing women to have affordable health care, women and men to have affordable health care, allowing family, all these good social programs so that other people can work, so they, they can form their own corporations, etc. We can't have that. It makes people too independent. You're asking me, Connie Sierras, why not let what we can get done, done? Because again, it, it will satisfy a group of people, quite a few people, but at the expense of those who never get, continue to not get. So maybe if we put some fire under those who always get and say you get no more, they will start thinking that we also have to support us all. So no, it's not the same. 48% of the people want both bills. I mean, I'm sorry, 96% of the uh, Senate, the, the Democrats in the Senate and the House want the bill and we're saying absent both bills no bills your choice we all grow together or we all fall together and your choice it is really joe manchin and cinema holding the entire country hostage lee grant says biden is polling low and he's ignoring the border disaster you know, Biden is polling low. I wonder why. Eric Hayes says, Oh God, you have to name, call, and blame. If you don't get your way, Manchin and Cinema are, go are doing what they feel is right. And good. They can do what they feel is right against what 96% of the people want. They can do that. That's not a democracy. Rose Williams, the rationale is no leverage otherwise. Exactly. Daniel Ledo says, I guarantee your poor people know quite well they are poor. Ignorance is rampant. Even Egberto displays copious amounts of ignorance daily. Well, thank you for that, sir. Julius Robinson says, it's called negotiations. Corp Democrats want one thing and progressives and the other. And the people, most of America want something else. Every case says, bill bankrupt better. If you want to believe that, that's your choice. That's your uninformed choice. We have economists that know the truth. James Donahue, there was no agreement from the beginning that the bills would move through legislation together. Immaterial. Immaterial. Linda Joe Kessinger says, if the 1% would pay their share of taxes, the bill will be paid for. Exactly right. Lee Grant, Bill Back Biden is the left's latest experiment to throw dollars at social problems. Yes, I love that. We need to throw dollars at social problems. Do you have any other suggestions on, wh on where we should best use our dollars? I think we should use our dollars for humane things. You see, we are so indoctrinated by this capital structure that we, want, we think capital is preeminent to humanity. And if we can unindoctrinate people from that belief, we will get somewhere. Anyhow, it's at 39 right now, and I haven't yet asked for my ask. So what I want to ask all my good brothers and sisters is if you are not currently a supporter of PDR, Politics Done Right, please consider becoming a supporter of Politics Done Right by clicking that join button on, on YouTube. Click that join button. Become a supporter today. What do we do? And before, I, let me just tell you how you can support us and then I'll tell you all the things that we do. 
You can support us on YouTube by going to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. You can support us on Patreon by going to politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Uh, you can as well support us at PayPal by going to politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal. politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal. And please, please consider purchasing our books. At, thank you for telling me to... Uh, Place that in rows at politicsandright.com slash books. Politicsandright.com slash books. I'm going to tell you all about these different things in a minute. I want to give you the last place of support, the last thing of support. You can also support us by going to our store and get it. It's getting cool now, so get yourself a hoodie. Get yourself a t-shirt. Get yourself something that says politics done right. Support what we're doing, etc., etc. The catch-all to support us is at politicsdoneright.com slash support, politicsdoneright.com slash support. Here's the deal. People wonder, and, and there's a piece that I that I needed to play about populating, and you know, I, I, I was going to tape it a few, I don't remember I taped it or not, about why it is so important what we do here. I don't just come on a screen and put my face on and start telling these stories or telling what's happening or regurgitating something that MSNBC has said or CNN or anything like that. That's not the sole purpose to show videos from these other stations. The idea is to put these things in context and circulation. The right wing has a lot of money, both foreign and domestic, that they put into misinforming people, letting people believe a false reality, things like January 6th never really occurred. January 6th was a peaceful thing. And a lot of the people on the right, they believe that because that's information they've been fed. They're not stupid people, but they've been fed that information from a news source that they believe. Because there are also enough confirming blogs, confirming articles, confirming news reports, confirming independent paid by the right plutocracy to let them believe that. So many of us do what I do. What do I do? I write many blogs every day. I create many videos every day. Given the truth, the progressive message, the truth, how things could work better. I write books. I write articles. All these different things. If you take a look at the screen, it's worth it. How to talk to your right-wing relatives, friends, and neighbors is a way to talk to other people to try to get them to understand what we're talking about without really putting, with, with the right tonality. How to Make America Utopia. Another one of the books is about what are the things that we really want, that everybody really wants. Another book is, as I see it, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom. We have been snowed by the, by the, the, the upper class and we, we all suffer from that syndrome. I can't remember the name of the syndrome where you actually start to adopt the master's methodologies even though... It hurts you. Stockholm Syndrome. Think about it. Stockholm Syndrome. Too many of us have Stockholm Syndrome. We think the capitalist structure is the only thing that works when we know it really keeps most in less than efficient way of financial being. We know that for a fact. So what we do is we go out there and we talk about all this issue, not only in blogs and articles and books and videos, etc., but we make sure and promote this. It costs to do that, and of course, we all have to survive. So please consider supporting what we do. We couldn't do it without you. We just couldn't do it without you. All right, um, I have something 
another video that I want you to see. It's a Joe Manchin video and it's very important. Check it out and then we'll take it on the other side. A message to Joe Manchin. It is, Joe Manchin just came out and gave a press conference. Everybody thought the press conference was going to be out to say we finally got an agreement on the infrastructure bill as well as the Buy, uh, Build Back America bill where we get all the necessary social programs that have been neglected hey, Jen, what's going for on? decades after decades show, after decades. But instead, right when he comes out and he says, like, oh God, what's they, there's no way that the progressives holding this bill hostage will somehow okay. allow him to vote for the bill. Let me tell you something. There's only one person. Progressives are not holding the infrastructure the bill yeah. hostage. What we have here is Joe Manchin holding America hostage. Working class America hostage. That is what we're looking at. He comes and he says the bill uh, as the it is today uh, yeah, is I mean, not it, it has smoke and yes. mirrors and that I eventually it's not going to be 1.7 trillion dollars but 3.4 trillion dollars. Did he ever say that about any energy bill that's passed? About any energy infrastructure that puts out there that year after year as they pollute the environment that somehow the companies that he represents, the oil companies, the coal companies, that they get the things that they want. You never hear that. You never hear a peep out of that. He says that they are not yeah, negotiating I, I in good faith. A, Who is not negotiating because, uh, in good faith? I have to see how Remember, important to discuss. Going to show us politics 48 right. senators let support let me, the bill. Let me we think need 50. That, that two senators think they are more important if, than 48. If I, if I no, and they are willing to let the president's bill go down the drain. Because two out of 48, 96% of the people are for the bill. But you are not for it, so it's not going to happen. You said the progressives right. want to either have it their way or the that, highway. I progressives and moderates support it. 96% uh, of them. It is just it two of you that are giving trouble. Who is actually saying it's my way okay. or the highway? Folks, don't allow we'll a do. snow job take care, my and the media Bye -bye. to take this up and make it seem as if progressives and Democrats are in disarray. They're not. Two senators are holding America hostage. Listen to what he had to say, and then we'll finish it at the other end. I've heard a lot of the mischaracterizations of my position since the president met with the House Democrats last Thursday, and I would like to make an attempt to clear up any confusion about where I stand on the legislation that's working its way through Congress. In all of my years of public service, and I've been around for a long time, I've never seen anything like this. The President of the United States has addressed the House Democratic Caucus twice recently to urge action on the bipartisan infrastructure bill, which sometimes we refer to as the BIF bill. Last week, the Speaker urged, Speaker Pelosi urged the importance of voting and passing the BIF bill before the President took the world stage overseas and still no action. In my view, this is not how the United States Congress should operate, or in my view, has operated in the past. The political games have to stop. Twice now, the House has balked at the opportunity to send the BIF legislation to the President. As you've heard, there are some House Democrats who say they can't support this infrastructure package until they get my commitment on the reconciliation legislation. It is time to vote on the BIF bill, up or down, and then go home and explain to your constituents the decision you made. And I've always said, if I can't go home and explain it, I can't vote for it, and if I can, I, I will. I've worked in good faith for three months. For the past three months, 
with President Biden, Leader Schumer, Speaker Pelosi, and my colleagues on the reconciliation bill, and I will continue to do so. For the sake of the country, I urge the House to vote and pass the bipartisan infrastructure bill. Holding this bill hostage is not going to work in getting my support for reconciliation bill. Throughout the last three months, I've been straightforward about my con concerns that I will not support a reconciliation package that expands social programs and irresponsibly adds to our $29 trillion in national debt that no one seems to really care about or even talk about. Nor will I support a package that risks hurting American families suffering from historic inflation. Simply put, I will not support a bill that is this consequential without thoroughly understanding the impact that it'll have on our national debt, our economy, and most importantly, all of our American people. Every elected representative needs to know what they are voting for and the impact it has, not only on their constituents, but the entire country. That is why we must allow time for complete transparency and analysis on the impact of changes to our tax code and energy and climate policies to ensure that our country is well positioned to remain the superpower of the world while we inspire the rest of the world towards a cleaner environment. And this all can be done. I, for one, won't support a multi-trillion dollar bill without greater clarity about why Congress chooses to ignore the serious effects of inflation and debt that have on our economy and existing government programs. For example, how can I in good conscience vote for a bill that proposes massive expansion to social programs when vital programs like Social Security and Medicare face insolvency and benefits could start being reduced as soon as 2026 in Medicare and 2033 in Social Security? How does that make sense? And I don't think it does. Meanwhile, elected leaders continue to ignore exploding inflation, that our national debt continues to grow, and interest payments on the debt will start to rapidly increase when the Fed has to start raising interest rates to try to slow down this runaway inflation. With the factors in mind, and all of these factors that we've spoken about, I've worked in good faith for months with all of my colleagues to find a middle ground on a fiscally, and I, report, re, I repeat that, a fiscally responsible piece of legislation that fixes the flaws of the 2017 Trump tax bill that I thought was weighted far, far too far for the high-end earners and the needs of the American families and children. However, as more of the real details outline the basic framework are released, what I see are shell games, budget gimmicks that make the real cost of the so-called $1.75 trillion bill estimated to be almost twice that amount if the full time is run out, if you extended it permanently, and that we haven't even spoken about. This is a recipe for economic crisis. None of us should ever misrepresent to the American people what the real cost of legislation is. Well, I've worked hard to find a path to compromise, it's obvious. Compromise is not good enough for a lot of my colleagues in Congress. It's all or nothing, and their position doesn't seem to change unless we agree to everything. Enough is enough. It's time our elected leaders in Washington, all of us, stop playing games with the needs of the American people and holding a critical infrastructure bill hostage. While there's opportunity in the reconciliation of bill that we can all agree on. And we've been talking about this for months. Again, to be clear, I will not support the reconciliation legislation without knowing how the bill will impact our debt and our economy and our country. And we won't know that until we work through the text.
for the sake of our country, I again, and I am urging all of my colleagues in the House to vote and pass the bipartisan infrastructure bill. It's bipartisan, 69 votes. We worked on that for many, many months. As I've said before, holding that bill hostage is not going to work to get my support of what you want. It's what we should all agree on and work through the process. I'm open to supporting a final bill that helps move our country forward, but I'm equally open to voting against a bill that hurts our country. And I've been very clear about that also. And most importantly, hurts every American. Let's work together, and I mean that. Let's all work together on getting a sensible reconciliation package, a package that really strengthens our nation and makes us better and leads the world. Thank you all. Now, if you listen to what Joe Manchin had to say there, can he read? Does that? Does what he said really make any sense? It makes absolutely no sense. Here's what I think we should ultimately do. No, you, you don't get the, in, the, the bill back better bill, meaning the social program, the social infrastructure done. No bipartisan bill, period. And why do we say no bipartisan bill, period? Because once again, we asked progressives and people who haven't voted because they believe their vote never matters. We asked them to vote in 2020. We asked them to vote in 2018. They came out in 2018. They came out in 2020. What do they have to show for it? At a bipartisan infrastructure bill that helps just the same people that always get the help. It is time to end it. It's all or nothing. We all rise together or we fall together. Which one would you prefer? No doubt about that. We all rise together or we all fall together. We are close to the end of the program today. But anyhow, let me go ahead and talk to my peeps. Let's see what we have. McAuliffe, uh, Lee Grant says, McAuliffe versus Youngkin will be a referendum on CRT and parental rights. It's funny because CRT is a figment of these parents' imagination. But again, that's what the Republicans do. James Donahue says, Daniel Ledeau, such a tired, untrue talking point. That's typical, but you know that's the definition of what the right does. CRT is only taught in certain postgraduate level courses, not taught to kids. Republicans throw the, for, the term around to scare their base the same way they turn so, communists and socialists. And then they get into the, they, get, they, they try to make other rights other people. That's the whole thing. Uh, Rose Williams says, Daniel, being a republic has nothing to do with promoting democracy or not. China is a republic also. What does your statement have to do with anything? Well, you know, that's how they talk. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, we got Wise Mansion sinking the reconciliation bill because, again, they, want, they don't want good social programs because it means that American, the American worker will no longer be a slave to the corporations. They'll now have an incentive because they can get healthcare irrespective of the corporation they can get uh, services irrespective of the corporations and start their own companies uh let's see egberto you forgot to mute yourself when i was on the phone i think i did after all after that courtney and lbj great comments lee grant if not two senders holding us from cost to leftist social program it's 52 majority that's a point unless that's a point unless we talk about a system that's working with two different parties. But you know, Lee Grant, that's a way of looking at it. When you put it that way, that's true. When you look at it that way, that's true. The difference though is Democrats are in power. But again, um, again, when I look at 52 majority, I then point to the people in the country, which 60 something percent of them want the program. So 
we can we can go that way and says we don't follow the politician we follow the people rose williams says the reconciliation bill can be paid for easily add to the not add to the debt as long as obstructionists don't have their way true uh courtney says so the question is when will mansion flip to the republicans he he doesn't have as soon as he flips to the republican he loses power and you know that's not what he wants right now if mansion didn't shoot down the tax on the ultra rich the bill could not add to the debt at all Linda Joe Kessinger mentioned already is a Republican all but in name. True. Uh, outstanding Egberto PDR interview. Media mentioned Pelosi and filibuster. Thank you, brother. A conservative Muslim reread woman speaks. Yeah, that was a great interview. I enjoyed talking to her. She's a great interviewee. James, uh, let's see. Courtney, let's see what I Rose says the way the Senate is set up is anything but fair. There is too much representation for states that have small populations. Thank you for saying that because you just you just corrected something that I answered to um, the other guy. More people are represented by those 48 senators than by the 52 senators. You got that right. Thank you very much. Lee Grant, Egberto, you're echoing. I think I fixed that. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. Uh, Mona Sakes interview. That was, yeah, that's her name. Rose Williams, I'm aware of how this was set up at the start, but our country has evolved way beyond anything even imagined. Eric Hayes, then why is DOJ utilizing the FBI against parents? Again, you believe in the, the right-wing crap. It was, I mean, the, our attorney general, uh, forgot his name, went ahead and explained that. Stop buying into the crap. Nanette Bird-Smith, thank you, Egberto. All right, folks, look, we've got to get to the end of the program, which we are at right now. I have to do my last ask, asking you guys to please, if you are on YouTube, go and click that Join button, become a member of Politics Done Right. If you are on any other network, go to politicsunright.com slash YouTube, politicsunright.com slash YouTube. Alternatively, go to politicsunright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Or you can support us likewise on PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. And if you want to find that support all option, politicsandright.com slash support, politicsandright.com slash support. And hey, it's getting cool. Get a, t- get a hoodie. Get a Politics and Right hoodie. Politicsandright.com slash store. And of course, get our books at politicsandright.com slash Books. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And folks, you know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.